Boom. Hi, everypony. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod, an episode-by-episode review of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, the podcast by two married adults who love this show in spite of their children. special episode of Macintosh and Mod. This week we have a very special guest. We have the apple bloom to my Applejack. <laughs> my sister, Sarah. What's up? Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yay! <laughs> okay, so you love My Little Pony. I am a sucker for this show. It's It was specifically written to make me cry at every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do get choked up during yeah. the Dear Princess Celestia. I Oh... This, this episode in particular was aggressively written at me to make me, <laughs> it was to make me cry the whole time and not like a dignified choked up. Yeah, a single tear down your cheek? No, this is um, dry heaving. This is, this is ugly crying. You mean rarity crying. Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, I, or there's a scene where Applejack cries in this episode that breaks my heart. Oh, And yeah. it's so good. So how how did you get into My Little Pony? You know, I never really watched the original, not originally series, there were movies that we had on VHS growing up. Yeah, they were mine. They were, okay. I'm, so, a, I'm a few years older than you. So they were your tapes that became mine or got stolen? You know? I think they just went into a communal pile of all the Disney crap. That sounds about right. <laughs> so I remember watching one of those VHS tapes on repeat, but that was it. And then I didn't It was the creepy care. one with the pit, wasn't it? With like the big green monster who yeah. comes up over the hill. And yeah. that's really... I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, that's one. Yeah, there were all of the fluffy flump things. The flump things? <laughs> they were like these fluffy, poofy balls that were trying to escape from the green monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember what they're called, but I remember, I know what, yes. I'm pretty sure this isn't a dream I had. No, this is, I know this which movie, movie this is. Yes. So, watched that when I was young and then didn't care for 10 years, and then when this started showing online, I am just all about any show that's about friendship or learning about yourself or growing closer together with friends, anything like Magic. that. Yes. Magical so the show's perfect. Yes. <laughs> so are you in it season one? I think I started watching when season three actually was premiering. So I had a few seasons to binge watch okay. and then I was watching as they were coming out, which okay. is tough. All right, do you have a particular favorite of the main six? This is real tough because I feel like on a different day of the week, I'm going to have a different one. Okay. Well, who do you identify with the most? I'm, I'm a Twilight, or at least I want to be a Twilight, but I'm season one through three Twilight. High five. Air five. High right five. over there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like, she's the bookish nerd who starts off the series, you know, wanting to not make friends. This is ridiculous. This is a waste of time. And then yep. she goes close to people. And... Oh, episode one, we were like, no, no, no. I would much rather have books than friends. Screw oh, this. But then you wouldn't have discovered the power of friendship. No, I know. The fate of Equestria does not rely on me making friends. <laughs> <laughs> that has never been true. Oh God! It was the most. It was the most wonderful. Like, well, this is not even that's, at all what this show is. That's actually aggressively wrong. <laughs> no, it is. It is factually wrong. Yes. But they all speak to me in different ways, which is another wonderful thing about this show. All right, so we are going to start. Let's get into our episode, season three, episode thirteen: Magical Mystery Cure. As she tries to reverse the magic of the spell that mixed up her friend's cutie marks, Twilight Sparkle unexpectedly discovers her own destiny. We start with the song! 
Right out the gate. It's morning in Ponyville. Everything is certainly fine. Okay, this is one of their best songs. It's such a good little jingle, and the reprise of it at the end is excellent. Oh, yes. I mean, it, this is... We really love the super speedy cider squeezy 6000 song, because it sounds exactly like Music Man. Yeah. And that was one of their first ones where, like, this, they did a full-on production, mm-hmm. and they did a good job. And this feels like that. Yep. It reminds me a lot of Oklahoma. Well, it feels like that. Anybody else getting some Belle from Beauty and the Beast vibes here? As she's dancing through the town talking about how things are great and the bakers are running out of the houses? I do, I do get it with, like, the commentary. Yeah. Because she says the mayor's en route to her office, the sofa clerk is selling quills. Yeah. Because it's a sofa and quill shop. It's very cute. That's Davenport. He's been a random pony. Uh, yeah, so she's going through town. Uh, she sees some dining ponies, and we get our first option for rando pony of the week. Uh, we have Count Caesar. And Royal Ribbon. Mm. They're being served by previous Rando Pony of the Week, Savoir Fair. Who jumps on a table and dances along with Twilight. They're having a good day. Yeah, I think I gotta go with them because of their gumption and style. They you're do. already done? You picked them? I think... Alright, well, you, you, you're allowed to change your mind. I am allowed? You are allowed. Okay. Yes. Okay. Twilight continues singing her song throughout the town and we have like ponies flying over her it's like this beautiful choreographed dance which makes you wonder was this planned in advance is there towny pony rehearsal we get to the center of town and twilight stops and water starts dropping on her and she's just like rainbow dash that is not funny and she looks over and it's rarity she goes oh i'm sorry i'm still getting the hang of this and twilight looks at rarity and she has rainbow dash's cutie mark which is shockingly wrong yeah that should not happen something's up and twilight says to herself something tells me everything is not going to be fine though props to rarity for arranging the clouds in a checkerboard fashion i think it's towns too she has a lot of style (laughs) (laughs) then we get our theme my little pony my little pony what are you doing what happened to your cutie mark uh what do you mean this is what has always done since the date appeared don't it look fabulous Looks fabulous. It looks fab right up in the sky. Yeah, that's when we see the checkered board. Yep. And the townie ponies are grumpy because it is raining and there are clouds everywhere. This is not okay. And oh. Twilight asks, you know, where is Rainbow Dash and why isn't she handling this? To which Rarity has no good answer. It's like her their memories have been erased. Yeah, it's a good spell. Very that's effective. Good. But she does, she does know where Rainbow Dash's cottage is. So she goes to what we have always seen as... Fluttershy's cottage. And Spike is not awake for this. I love sleeping in the rain. Why'd you make me wake up? <laughs> All Spike wants in life is to sleep. Uh-huh. And eat some gems. And then sleep some more. It's a good day. It's a good maybe, life. Maybe burp out a message or two. Yeah. We still do not understand how this messaging system works with his digestive. No, I I have some feelings about Spike. Oh, we do too. We will discuss. Yeah. The Twilight Sparkle goes to the cottage, and she opens the door, and Rainbow Dash is there. But she has Fluttershy's cutie mark. And she's surrounded by animals that are not listening to her. No. At all. It's like straight up Lord of the Flies situation going on in there. Not yet, but it will get there. It's it's building. It is mounting. (laughs) And we get our next song. These animals don't listen. No, not one little bit. They run around out of control and throw their hissy fits. It's up to me to stop them, cause plainly you can see It's got to be my destiny, and it's what my cutie mark is telling me 
what my cutie mark is telling me. Yeah, uh, Rainbow Dash is lamenting that these animals are throwing hissy fits, but it's gotta be my destiny, because that's what my cutie mark is telling me. This song has a great hook. This has been stuck in my head. Like, it really has. All these songs are super catchy. I don't know that they're all good. Oh, I disagree. Some some verses are better than others. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Um, but it builds. It builds really well. I'll also say that this does not suffer as much from some of the other songs. You know, we talked about the one with Pinkie Pie and the the friends, the friendship song where we're like, this is about a verse and a half too long. Why did Mm -hmm. we keep this going? Mm -hmm. None of these do. And it's because it was the reason it was so much easier to talk about this episode is that each person gets their own separate verse Mm -hmm. to propel the song forward. And they kept it short. Yep. Like, we didn't need eight bars for each one. One four-line stanza, each person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's doing a lot, it's like covering a lot of ground for the actual episode, which is excellent. Each pony gets a vignette, and we see what's going on what with cutie mark they have now exactly and and how that's affecting them and how hard it is for them which is real real hard to watch it is next we go to sugar cube corner and fluttershy has Pinkie pie's mark this is not gonna end well no. It, no my heart breaks for fluttershy trying to just be in front of people <laughs> be, trying to be funny and exuberant that's like her worst nightmare except she's yeah. super funny just not intentionally oh no, yeah no. Uh, then we cut to Sweet Apple Acres, and Pinkie Pie has Applejack's cutie mark, and she has Maud hair. Very good. Now, those of you on the podcast, we have not yet met Maud Pie, who is Pinkie Pie's sister, but she has similar straight hair. Yes. She has rock farm hair. Yeah. If Pinkie Pie's hair is not wild and crazy, Pinkie Pie is not okay. No. Something's up. That is canon. The only other time we've seen it is when she literally lost her damn mind and was talking to her inanimate object friends. Yeah. I think my favorite of Not Okay Pinkie Pie is Felt World. That is the best. Oh, yeah. Pinkieville? Pinkieville is great. Mm-hmm. Pinkie Pie sings, you know, with so many chores to do, I can't be me, but it's what my cutie mark is telling me. And it was just like, oh, this is not good. This is when it started to break my heart a little oh, yeah. bit. I was like, oh, no. Oh, I'm already sobbing at this point. <laughs> and then we go to the Carousel Boutique, and Applejack is sewing. Applejack has Rarity's cutie mark, and she's like, I think I made a dress, and my destiny's not pretty. (laughs) Which is also accurate. I I like the level of self-awareness in that statement. (laughs) Like, I think I did this thing, but it's horrible. It's bad. I'm bad at this. But I'm compelled to do it. This is my destiny. I I gotta do it. I think serial killers use the same logic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a problem it, it, it becomes an unhealthy compulsion <laughs> like pika <laughs> oh no oh no okay so then we cut back to rarity and she's making really bad weather but she loves making patterns but she gave some ponies frostbite and sunburn well her problem is she knows how to make the weather look a certain way mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to make it do what it's supposed to do mm-hmm. at all yeah, so basically the song ends with a nice splice view of all of them together. And Except like, Twilight leaning out, looking at all of them. And they've all just said, you know, this is what my cutie mark is telling me. Like, you're tied to this thing. And that's the end of the song. And we cut directly to the library and Twilight Sparkle going, this is bad. This is very, very bad. Charting in place. I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> and Spike just being like, well, just what? fix it. Just fix it. Well, <laughs> yeah, fix it. my nap. 
Yeah. So then we get a little bit of backstory. It was when you were taking one of your seven-hour bubble baths. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> this is a backstory we've never heard about. Okay, Spike also likes bubble baths. Again, I can get on board with his life. Seven hours? The water stays hot and you got jets. I mean, I'll be in there all day. He's also a dragon. He does have very dry, scaly skin. Yeah. His spa bill must be He probably insane. likes the heat. Yeah. Mm, that's true. He probably does. Yeah. yeah. Taking that lava pool bath. So we get a little flashback, and Twilight Sparkle got a special delivery from the pony, and during this flashback, we meet our second rando pony of the week, a delivery pony named Mr. Zippy. We have seen him before, but previously he had glasses. So maybe he got LASIK? Maybe. He's <laughs> much more attractive without the glasses because he's got the cool hair. Or contacts. Mm, whatever. See, I also really like him. His name is excellent. Oh, I love the punny names. Like, it makes my heart so happy I cry. Yes. It's bad. Like, Savoir Fair and hors d'oeuvres as a server pony is like... So uh, Jeff Latrotsky. Oh, uh, he, yeah, he loves, he loves the Big Lebowski ponies. <laughs> I just love that they went with Jesus Pizuna. Jesus Horse's Hoof. Yeah. That's the best. Well done. So, the special delivery that Twilight gets is Star Swirl the Bearded's Unfinished Spell Notebook, which we previously saw in episode two of this season. That is the book that Luna conjured after the main six left the castle. Hmm. Well, all right then. Just bringing it back here. I know. So Twilight is looking at the spell, and the spell is from one to another, another to one, a mark of one's destiny, singled out alone, fulfilled. And Twilight's kind of like, okay, what's, you know, what? And she realizes that the elements of harmony got changed. And that's why everyone's all messed up. And Spike's just like, well, just do a counterspell. There, there is no counterspell. And he's like, okay, we'll fix their memories. And Twilight's like, it's not their memories. Their true selves have been altered. Maybe it's a Cora's cutie box spell? That's <laughs> not going to help them anymore. They aren't who they're supposed to be anymore. And it's my fault. Now, we must also mention that this was sent by Princess Celestia mm -hmm. with a note that you are the only person who can finish this spell. Yep. She's been given, this is her homework. This is a very important piece of homework given to her. Well, we all know how much Twilight loves homework. I'd say so a take-home test at this point, right? This is perfect for her. This is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is her dream. It's homework. <laughs> What's wrong with you two people? Your, your Twilightness. <laughs> We're like all perking up. But she, uh... You're like, I could do some research for that. Okay. I just, I just Single space or doubled. I just want to get an A. <laughs> but the biggest problem... I, she, the biggest problem was she did that thing. She didn't read all the instructions before she started the assignment. Uh, you no. are guilty of that. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm It happens. I don't know about you, though. Oh, I'm pretty bad. Yeah. Too eager to get the A, we miss the, the instructions for yep. it. Yeah, and this is where I'm just, I, I know this about myself. I am an Applejack. Do I need this? Nope. Not going to do it. <laughs> nope. Not going to do it. I'm, I'm practical to a fault sometimes. Mm. I know that about myself. So now we cut to our next song. I've got to find a way.
seems really sad. You just gotta find a way to make it all okay. Everything is desaturated and gray. I know that's not in the song, but it rhymed, so I went for it. <laughs> Good for you. One small mistake caused all this heartache. I see all my friends failing at their destiny. Oh, and, God. And and during this, this song, we get a montage of, you know, Applejack is boarding up the boutique, and Rainbow Dash is just sitting there sad, like, practically crying. Because Rainbow Dash doesn't cry, but she's almost crying around all these animals being crazy. And it is just raining buckets in Ponyville. And every pony is pissed the fuck off. Yeah. Not how things are supposed to be. Mm-mm. But there's a glimpse here of all these ponies realizing in the main six. That something's wrong. Something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them you can see is like, wait a minute. I know I know all this stuff, but this is not right. Twilight goes to Spike, you know, what have I done? And Spike says, these are your friends. Twilight looks at a, a photo of the main six, the one that we always see at the end of the credits. Yeah. Like that iconic picture. Twilight's eyes just start shining. She's got her cutie mark like shining in her eyes, like she's possessed. And she goes, <gasps> "I know how to fix it." She grabs the element of harmony and she go. She runs away. I can show them what they mean to each other. So then we cut to town and we see Fluttershy giving Cherry Berry, a townie pony, some money. And Cherry Berry has aviator glasses and a helmet on because she is going. To give Fluttershy a ride in the hot air balloon. We finally know who owns this thing. Oh, we've been we've been trying to figure this out since the beginning of the series. Like, Celestia's been in there. We've seen Cherry Berry a couple of times, but who the fuck owns the oh. balloon? It's Cherry Berry. Case closed. Yeah. Like, because we know who is in charge of the Friendship Express. But yeah. where is this hot air balloon? Who is responsible for the hot air balloon? It's Cherry Berry. Now, I will say, pilots of aircraft often are not the owners of the aircraft. Mm -hmm. She could be an owner operator. Uh, I think I think this is Celestia's balloon, but Cherry Berry is the pilot she, and manager. She, she the runs the charters. Okay. And the, she and rents it out to people. Celestia rents it out and charters it for whoever wants to use it. Okay. Exactly. But we have now decided it belongs to Cherry Berry. It's her deal. She runs this show. Okay, until I see something else, Cherry Berry owns the damn balloon. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Fluttershy tells Twilight Sparkle, I'm moving back to Cloudsdale. I can't make any pony laugh. And Twilight says, you know, can you help Rainbow Dash? She's struggling with the animals, and I think you can do something about that. I don't know. I don't really know about animals. But you do know something about Rainbow Dash. And Fluttershy just kind of like... She she is a true up. friend, and I can help. I'll do anything to help. Oh. It's very sweet. Her eyes perk up and light up. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. She's like, I, she's a true friend. I'll do anything to help. We cut to the cottage and... There is a woodland critter revolution going on at this moment. <laughs> Rainbow Dash is, is being tied up. She's in a cauldron? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, she's being put in a cauldron. It's not great. And all of the animals are like animal versions of pickforts dancing around <laughs> the house. Oh, yeah. It's, it's straight up Lord of the Flies. Oh, no, it's it's awful. Which is an interesting concept that they understand eating another animal. True. So that's interesting yes. for this world. Especially cannibalism. They could yeah. also just be pissed off enough. They don't care if they're actually going to eat her. They're just cooking her because they're so mad. Yeah. Fluttershy, you're the only one who can help. Rainbow Dash needs you. And so Fluttershy is just like, okay, I'm, I'm, uh, she starts talking to animals. Little wooden creatures. Why don't we calm down and rest for a bit? Here's, Here's some, some nice juicy leaves. And some acorns. And Rainbow Dash is like, 
Okay, I'm, I'm, come on. And all the animals kind of look and go, Ah, what the hell? She's still in the cauldron. We can eat something. So the animals start to calm down. They were hungry. And so they all start cheering Fluttershy. And then the giant bear that's in the house, because there's a bear, uh-huh. um, picks her up and just starts hugging her and rocking her. And then Fluttershy starts to glow. It's like I can understand them. And like it's what I was meant to do. And then an element of harmony comes zooming out of the chest that Twilight Sparkle has them in. And Fluttershy's cutie mark is put back to normal. And in her eyes, you see all these memories of herself. Like all these different moments and snapshots of Fluttershy doing different things, rolling past. Yeah, it's almost like her eyes are doing that slot machine thing and then we see her cutie mark in there. It worked! Yep. And we cut to our next song, A True True Friend. It worked! It worked! Oh, I'm so happy you're back to normal. Now we need your help. A true, true friend helps a friend in need. A friend will be there to help them see. A true, true friend helps a friend in need to see the light that shines from a true, true friend. Um, hello? Friend trapped inside, remember? This is the best song in the episode. Yes. It is. Hands down. It is the best song. Uh, and it does the same thing that the previous one, the, uh, what my Marcus song. Me. Yes. It does the same thing in that it tells the story, it, it keeps the action going, everyone gets their own verse, but it's not too much. It's real neat and tidy. What I like in a musical episode or movie is when the music is integral to the episode. Yes. Because you cannot remove the music from this because Correct. so much important work is being done in each song. Oh, this is almost... It the story. This is almost an operetta, so more than a musical. Too. True. Because of the ongoing themes and musical themes going on throughout it. Yes, they're different tunes, but they're all similarly keyed. They're all similarly set up to match the previous song and keep that mm-hmm. flow through. And that's very different than a musical, which can often oscillate different styles throughout different things. Because they're all the same musical idea. So a true, true friend helps a friend in need to see the light that shines from a true, true friend. So they ask Rainbow Dash, hey Rainbow Dash, Rarity needs your help. Could you at least try? And Rainbow Dash is like, all right. So she kicks some clouds and she stops the rain and the sun shines and her cutie mark gets back to normal. And she's like, what just happened? She's like, what is going on? And Twilight says, hey, we don't we don't have time for that. Applejack is trying to make dresses. All right, let's go. <laughs> like, something's wrong. <laughs> yes. If Applejack's trying to make dresses, the world is ending. Yeah, so they cut to the... <laughs> We cut to the Carousel Boutique, and they're like, okay, Rarity, try. Rarity starts to get organized, starts sewing, and everything gets back to normal, and she gets her cutie mark, she goes, what a terrible dream I had! And, and then, then she sees Applejack's dresses. Oh, Maybe okay. I'm still having it. That dress is scary. It's like, like a weird scarecrow situation. Yes, it does look like a scarecrow <laughs> dress. Yeah. A bad one. And so they're like, all right, Applejack, Pinkie Pie's in trouble. She's about to lose the apple farm. Oh, that is some serious work she has done. <laughs> <laughs> In a short amount of time, she yeah. just ruined the apple farm. So they have to rebuild that barn a lot. <laughs> That's true. The barn gets knocked down all the freaking it's, time. It's a good thing the apples are so good at barn raisings. <laughs> they're Amish. Um, well, we, they're, they're our Amish and Ponyville, we've established that. I know, but they're Texan, let's be honest. They, that is your extended family. Exactly. Apple family. So we go to Sweet Apple Acres, and Applejack starts kicking some trees, planting some stuff, and all of a sudden, she's back to normal. 
then we go, all right, Pinky, the townspeople are furious. And we see basically like a pitchfork riot of grumpy townies. All fighting with each other. Applejack has the best line and piece of music. And it's get up there and spread some cheer from here to Canterlot. Yeah, it's great. And they she sings it really well uh-huh. in her accent, which is, it's they don't always do Applejack's accent well when she's singing. It's hard. Yeah. I, I get it. It's like, come on, I want to see you smile. And it's Pinky! The whole town screams. It's so cute. Maine pops back to its curl. We gotta, we have a parade now. We get some blank flank marching band ponies. I tried to find out who they were for Rando Pony, but they aren't. They they don't have cutie marks. They're just marching ponies. Yeah. They're kind of old for... I know. Blank flanks. Uh, Yeah. And they're stallions too. (laughs) So that the whole town is singing, and it's just, uh, they're singing a true, true friend, and the light from a true friend, and Twilight Sparkle, I understand how to fix the spell! And we go back to, she she hears it in her head, she goes, from all of us together, together we're friends, with the mark of our destinies made one, there is magic without end. And so she, they go back to the library, she finishes the spell, and as she's finishing writing it with her quill, we start getting that, like, 80s, <laughs> and all the elements of harmony are shining. And it, they all basically zap Twilight Sparkle, and she's gone, with just a burn mark where she was. Where did she go? <laughs> what I love about Twilight, she doesn't even take a moment to appreciate her accomplishment. She has to rush right back home to finish her assignment yes. from Celestia. That's Twilight, hands down. That's, that's Twilight. Both, that's both of you, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like, when's it due? Come wait a week. Uh-huh. You might be Spike. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I don't either. Spike has a lifestyle I, we all like. It's true. <laughs> I, I'm Applejack with a lot of Rainbow Dash tendencies. Mm, mm. And Pinkie Pie-like enthusiasm. I'm an egghead. That's <laughs> pretty cute. So Twilight Sparkle is in the Phantom Zone. Galactic Space? I don't know. The, maybe the Ballad Zone? Ballad Zone, that's a good one. Uh, good point. All right, and she's like, where am I? And then Celestia appears. She's like, congrats. I knew you could do it. What did I do? You did something today that has never been done before. Something even Star Swirl couldn't do. You have proven that you're ready. And so they start walking down this hall of highlights of her life. This is when I finally started to go, nah, I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, this is rough. Yeah. And Celestia's like, you know, you've come a long, long way, and I've watched you from that very first day. I'm starting to get choked up here. And it's like, to see how you might grow and what you might might choose. Uh, and we we bleed into our song, Celestia's Ballad. You've come such a long, long way And I've watched you from that very first day To see how you might grow To see what you might do To see what you've been through And all the ways you've made all the ways that you've made me proud and it's time for a new change and it's time to fulfill your destiny and twilight sparkle becomes like airborne and there's some swirly stuff around her and then all of a sudden her cutie mark goes wide and takes up the whole screen with one thing we need to note here twilight sparkle's cutie mark has six white stars around it instead of the usual five just one note that because we're gonna talk about it in a minute and then we see twilight sparkle crouch down 
back in Ponyville around her friends. And then when she starts to stand up, boom, she's got wings. And Rainbow Dash is more excited than anybody. <gasps> A new flying buddy. Uh, everyone's like, wow, you've become an alicorn. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Pinkie Pie goes, alicorn party. She's got fake wings and a fake horn because uh, it's Pinkie Pie. Of course. She's and she's pissed. on a rope swinging from somewhere. Mm-hmm. We've determined that Pinkie Pie might also be a time lord. Interesting. Or a master builder. <laughs> I don't know, but for but somehow she defies all laws of physics. I believe her party canon is a TARDIS. Interesting. It appears from nowhere. And it's endless. Thank you, James, for uh, for helping bring that theory to light for us. Yeah, we, we, I think we're starting to solidify that as a fact. <laughs> because the, the, the defying physics stuff is just too weird to not explain. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's Rarity says, you look like a princess. And Princess Celestia says, that's because she is. <gasps> and Piggy Pie goes, hold on a second. And we see her grab a glass of water, take a sip, and go... <laughs> And Princess Celestia says, you know, yes, you've, based on everything you've learned about charity, compassion, devotion, integrity, optimism, and of course, the leadership of a true friend. As we pan across all the other main six. Mm-hmm. The highfalutin version. Friend. The friendship Loyalty, values. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's, uh, again, it's, it's some foreshadowing to later on in the series. It's also advanced level friendship lessons. Yes. Yeah, like. Charity and generosity, those are tied together. Yeah. Friendship 203, yeah, exactly. if you will. It's when they get their second forms. Correct. Yeah. Twilight Spark is like, so what? what's going to happen? I won't, I won't be your student anymore? <laughs> like, that's what she's worried about. Yep. There's no more school? What do I do without school? And Princess Celestia just explains, she's not, not in the same way. We're all going to be your students now. We're all going to be your students. Mm-hmm. And again, Twilight Sparkle, what do I do now? Is there a book I need to read about being a princess? That'll come later. <laughs> like, chill. I think Celestia at that point finally makes it look like, really? Like, this is what you're concerned with? Okay. Okay. Maybe we, we rushed. Maybe, maybe we need to take a second. Well, we're not as mature as we It's too late because I don't know the wing on making magic, so I guess we'll just figure it out. Okay, we'll yeah. get there. So then we cut to Canterlot, and it's coronation. Princess Celestia talks about Twilight Sparkle did something extraordinary. She created new magic. And then we see her parents, who were our previous rando ponies of the week, Nightlight and Twilight Velvet. No. They're being all teary-eyed. Like, they never tell us that those are her parents. We just know that they are. Yeah. Yes. Princess Celestia says, Ladies and gentlecoats, may I present for the very first time Princess Twilight Sparkle. And we get our anthem, Behold, Princess Twilight Sparkle. The Princess Twilight's coming, behold, behold, a princess here before us, behold, 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 the Princess Twilight's coming, behold, behold, This is where I think they went full operetta. Because this song is fully, it's beautiful, but it's fully descriptive. The lyrics to this song are nothing other than a coronation anthem. Mm -hmm. It's just behold. And saying, behold this person who is coming in. The princess Twilight cometh. Yeah, we see Twilight crowned, and we see all the friends are super happy. And they go out to the balcony, and they wave to the people, and Princess Celestia tells Twilight Sparkle to talk to the people. Say something, princess. Uh, and Twilight Sparkle talks about how she was sent to study friendship, which she didn't really care about. 
<laughs> and today, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the friendships with all of you. I will always be grateful. Thank you, friends. Thank you, every pony. I consider myself the luckiest pony in Equestria. And then she runs into Shining Armor and Princess Cadence, and she's like, Are you crying? He goes, No, it's Liquid Pride. Totally different. Yeah, and he's like, Way to go. I love you, Twilight. Pinky. Best coronation day ever! And then we get into our very last song Life in Equestria. <laughs> certainly fine life in equestria shimmers she goes to the town and then we end with the friends on the balcony and they're waving and then right as we're cutting out twilight sparkle flies from the balcony into the screen and gives us a wink so cute it's really good okay so why is this sarah why is this your favorite episode so first from a number of songs in the season perspective there's oh, yeah. there's 12 songs in season three and seven of them, them are, here. are in this damn in episode. This, episode. <laughs> this was a record for their series. Yeah. I am a sucker for anything that's a musical mm-hmm. episode, so I love it that they were able to cover all this ground and really dig into the growth of our characters and the yes. story using mm-hmm. just really beautiful and fun and catchy music. This shows up on my musical theater Pandora station all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me cry in the car. I yeah. had to listen to it a bunch on the way here to oh. make sure I wouldn't cry while we were talking. No. <laughs> okay, I've gotten choked up a few times. See, choked up is fine, but like full sobs. Yeah. So you're going to you're gonna save that for your drive home. 100%, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you with some tissues. Let's <laughs> also mention that they did that in 22 fucking minutes. They covered a it's lot of It's very ground. tight. I would almost say they should have made this closer to a 40-minute episode. Just an extended a episode. two-parter. Maybe, maybe not two parts, because I don't see where... Just do a full 30-minute episode. No commercial breaks. Mm. Eh, I, just an hour, more of an hour-long special. I still think it's fine. It's great. I don't have any problem with the length of the episode at all. I think too often, you know, we complained about last season, the finale actually taking up way longer than it needed to. Mm. That two-part episode should have been shorter. True. I mean, our our biggest problem with the first two episodes of the series was that it's like we have to milk every scene and go over everything four times and give everybody their moment. And here they were able to do everything they needed to do quickly and they 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 forced the restraint on it yeah they trusted the viewer Mm -hmm. to see the songs and see what was going on and to not explain everything Mm -hmm. like it was a lot of show and not tell which is so great this is not a beginner level my little pony episode (laughs) you need to know what the hell is going on before you watch this so to be fair this is is a turning point episode it is it's real important a lot of people say okay this is where my little pony ended well they they thought it was going to end after this because after this comes equestria girls which we we will be covering uh, we will be covering it soon. 
But yeah, this was supposed to be a series finale, which you can kind of see that. Yep. Yeah. This would have been a nice tight, like if there was no My Little Pony after this, mm-hmm. this would be a tidy, nice, clean ending. Yep. Yes. Some of our characters wouldn't have gotten as good of story arcs as they get later on in That's the okay, series. That's okay, because it's about Twilight Sparkle. Yeah. It's like, it's like graduating from high school. Yeah. Like, oh, she graduated, so the show's yeah. over. Done. Okay, that makes sense. That works. But clearly it's not. No. <laughs> no. The show's going for nine full seasons, and then it's done, and then we'll get G5. But yeah, whenever I see people on all the forums talking about, hey, I really want to get into My Little Pony, where should I start? And there's like, well, you don't have to start with season one, but you have to watch season three. Mm-hmm. Because something happens at the end that you just have to know about in order to go forward. Yep. And that's... Uh, if I would say, if there's one episode you have to watch, it's this one. Absolutely. It's this one, and then you can keep going. I'd say, honestly, you need to watch a good chunk of the first season, and watch the whole first season. For this purpose only, you need to understand where all these characters start. I think it's nice to see where you started and where you end. It's kind of like Grey's Anatomy. They're, we're in season 14. <laughs> uh, it's kind of nice to see who Meredith was in the beginning. But you don't have to see the whole arc of the entire series to see an arc in a season well no i mean if you're there for the bits just go watch season two because that's the funniest fucking season thus far it it, it was pretty tight but season one i think honestly watch the first two episodes it's boring but you get the backstory first two last two and then watch this yeah and if you got that you'd have the whole summation of the beginning the end and you'll know whether or not you're invested in these characters enough to look at what happened up to that point to get mm-hmm. to this turning point. Yeah, absolutely. I also really like that this is a finale that had nothing to do with a villain. Yeah, the world wasn't falling apart or another edge of Equestria wasn't falling apart. Correct. It was just different. It was an identity crisis. Uh-huh. But it was contained. Mm-hmm. A-plus work. Okay, so I think there's only one thing left to do, and that is... You have to pick your random pony uh, of the week. see... My gut was going with the two at the beginning. I still really like the mailman. Mr. Zippy. Mr. Zippy. I really like his name. I think I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to go with the two at the beginning. Okay, I like so them. Count Caesar and Count Royal Caesar. River. All right. All right. Those are our random ponies like of the week. Probably so a good he, choice. I bet you Mr. Zippy's back another week. Mr. Zippy comes in real close. I really like that name. He's, he's a good one. He'll be around. I, I bet you. <laughs> Well, he hasn't he hasn't been used, so we could use him again in the future. Exactly. Ponies need to keep getting mail, so I know, right? Well and we've already seen him before. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who kept misdelivering the mail to Fluttershy and she was getting mad. I bet you that Fluttershy kicking him off and or mailing him somewhere, that's what spurned him to get his eyes fixed. So so he could deliver the mail properly. That yeah. makes sense. I think mm-hmm. that's what happened. All Fluttershy's fault. See it's character development. So Sarah, if people wanted to find you, could they find you on the internet? I don't really do much on the internet. I have a Twitter. It's SL... No, that's not right. What's my Twitter handle? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say. My Twitter handle is Sarah L. Kinney. And if that's not me, just follow her. I'm sure her stuff's great. (laughs) (laughs) If you really need to get in contact with Sarah, you can email me. That sounds good. at podcastmod at gmail.com and I will pass on your stuff to Sarah. Or um, just tweet at whoever is SL Kinney and um, if it's me, that's great and if not, maybe they'll get it to me. Maybe. Um, do you have a secret society of Sarah Kinney's? I can't imagine there's that many. I know there's one who's a matchmaker. She lives in Dallas. I want to go meet her. Yeah. Let's go stalk her. That's the only other Sarah Kinney I know. 
right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being here and doing ponies with us. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I guarantee this won't be the last time. Right. We'll have to do more. I love the show. Oh, yeah. Well, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. That's it for this episode. Please take a moment to review and rate us on iTunes. And for questions and comments, drop us an email at macintoshandmod at gmail.com.